Welcome or welcome back to this week's episode. My name is Hannah Blesson and you're listening to Incredibly Real, a podcast where I hope to be 100% real with you. So I actually recorded this week's episode over winter break, but I didn't like the recording at all because I thought that I just didn't get, I don't know, it just didn't sound right. So I'm re-recording this literally the day before it's going up, January 14th. And as you can tell, the episode is about my musical evolution. So basically all the stuff I've listened to over the course of my life up until where I am now. And um, I think you can learn about, like, I think you can learn a lot about someone through their music tastes. And I'm a little afraid of sharing the type of music that I'm interested in because... I'm afraid of sharing my music taste just because I'm afraid of the judgment that come might come behind it, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I hope that no one comments after this. I don't want to hear your opinions. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, so I'm going to be sharing my music taste over the years and, you know, it's incredibly real, so you got to share it. But before we get into that, I thought we start off with the highs and lows. So the highs of this week, um, well, actually not this week, but probably last week I got the first dose of the vaccine which I thought was really cool. My next dose is scheduled for the 28th. You know like I wanted to be that person that posts on their story and everything but then I was like I don't want to be that person because it's I don't know I don't want to look like I'm bragging like oh I got the vaccine. Like I do agree it's a very historical you know event but I don't know I have my vaccine card I could take a picture of it whatever I don't know I just I think it's cool anyways high of my week is that and then low of my week is that school started and I already have plenty of assignments to do hooray ah we love that but um yeah that's where I'm at right now so so how we're gonna do this I am going to share my early beginnings of listening to music what type of music I listened to when I was younger and then kind of transition into my junior high years, then my high school years, and currently what I listen to now. And I wanted to make a separate section for just recommendations, but then I realized that, I don't know, I'll probably recommend things along the way. I also didn't have time to think of a bunch of recommendations because just my music's all over the place. So just to think of recommendations on the spot wouldn't be, you know, authentic to me because I might miss something. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm going to, how I'm going to do this, but oh, I'm a little nervous. I don't know why. <laughs> also, actually, you'll see, I'll, I'll explain later. You'll see what I'm going to, some of it kind of might be a little controversial and you'll see why I'm going to say that. But anyways, carry on. So my early beginnings with music. So I don't know, growing up, I feel like I would classify my music taste as a little more sheltered because my mom, she's uber Christian. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not Christian. It's just she's very um, devout. She loves her music and she also loves, sorry, she loves her faith. And so most of it, like everything that she listens to is Christian music and, you know, stuff that you hear on Caleb, which if you don't know what Caleb is, it's the Christian radio station. I'm pretty sure here in the U.S., like I think it's like a U.S. thing because I feel like I listen to Caleb in Texas. Yeah, in California. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, Caleb's all over this nation. But Caleb is the Christian radio station. And growing up, that's all I listened to in the car. I would not listen to B96 or whatever. It was Caleb. And I feel like anytime anyone got a ride for me in high school with my mom like if my mom was picking us up you'd probably hear Caleb in the car I don't like Caleb not because it's Christian but because like any radio station they overplay songs and they take okay here's the thing with Christian music okay once one song becomes a hit it's over like that song is out of your playlist because it's just like you're gonna hear it everywhere that goes for any viral song like it's just not desirable to listen to but like Christian songs are few and far between you know what I mean like sometimes Christian songs are like the good ones are hard to find and when people find them they 
para they're like parasites. They take over the song. And I don't like that. But that's just a whole rant about Christian music. But yeah. So Christian music. That's mainly what I listened to when I was younger. And mainly stuff I heard on Caleb. And uh, I feel like the early days of Caleb are better than now. But maybe I'm just biased because that's all I listened to. And maybe I didn't realize that even Caleb back then wasn't good. But the artists on Caleb were like... Uh, nah, man, I can't. I, anyways, they're all my mom's favorite artists, like Chris Tomlin. I'm sorry, I don't like Chris Tomlin. <laughs> I'm making fun of Caleb. I'm so sorry to anyone who actually likes Caleb, but I think any Christian kids can agree they don't like Caleb just because Caleb. Oh, God, no. Okay, anyways, um, Christian music. So I have my love hate relationship with Christian music. I do listen to Christian music. I'm not saying that I don't just because I bashed on Caleb does not mean I don't. There's a lot of Christian music that's not on the radio that everyone should well not everyone but I highly suggest you listen to but um yeah Christian music is very much a part of my musical history so what I love about it is that there's some good wholesome worship songs that we sing in church but also you sing in your you know your prayer time or whatever it just there's a lot of Christian songs like worship songs at least that have helped me through moments where I felt very anxious and stressed and very worried about I don't know whatever it may be the future or things happening in the moment I would listen to worship and it just soothed my soul but then there's other Christian music that's just flat out cringy it's just terrible and really bad like there's this one song okay I still listen to Caleb only because if I'm in the car with my family that's really all we're gonna put on the radio yeah and that's another thing what makes me mad sometimes I'll recommend my mom songs because she has a playlist but most of her playlist is the uh, stuff she hears on Caleb <laughs> But the things I recommend to her, right, before it even goes on Caleb, I recommend to her and she doesn't really care about. But once it goes on Caleb, she's like, oh, did you hear this new song? I was like, mom, I showed this to you months ago. That's another thing. Caleb gets songs and pretends it's a new song when it's been out for a year. I'm sorry. I'm ranting about Caleb. I hate Caleb. <laughs> Anyways, but specifically in my Christian music era of life. Okay, this is another disclaimer. I did have songs that I listened to that weren't Christian mainly because I went to a public school so I would hear songs that weren't Christian and then I would sneakily look them up on YouTube and listen to songs on YouTube outside of my household like like meaning like aside from my household's knowledge my parents knowledge they would think oh so scandalous but dude you gotta be well versed like if you like music you want a good variety right so I still listen to like the mainstream music the more secular music of our day back when we were younger right but it was more so like popular songs because I think as kids you don't really have a wide variety or music taste. You just like whatever's popular or whatever everyone's listening to. So that's mainly what I listened to as a kid. But my primary focus as a kid in my musical evolution or at least the early stages of my musical evolution was Christian music. But like I said, there was a particular corner of my Christian like Anyone who knew me in high school, junior high, they'll know this. Like, if you weren't even Christian, you would know this. But I had this huge obsession with Hillsong United. Huge obsession. I don't know what it was. But, like, I was obsessed with them. I don't know. Well, okay, even looking back, they do have good music. So Hillsong is this ministry based in Australia. Um, the founders are Brian and Bobby Houston. And, you know, like, I think what they're mainly known for is their music. Like, that's the breakout point for their ministry in general because... I don't know, the songs that we sing in church today, they're all... Hillsong infiltrated the church with their music. Like, you'll hear a lot of Hillsong songs in church. But yeah, anyways, for 
Hillsong, their music ministry consisted of, at the time, it was Hillsong United, Hillsong Live, and then Hillsong, wait, Hillsong Live become, became Hillsong Worship, and then Hillsong United was their youth ministry, but now their youth ministry is Hillsong Young and Free. I don't know, this is so complicated. But anyways, Hillsong United was originally their youth ministry, and like you could see the younger days where the younger, the members were way younger, and they were teenagers, and they would tour a little bit. But I like the early days of Hillsong United. If I were to explain my favorite albums, I don't know why I liked Hillsong United so much. I was obsessed not with their music, but also with the band. Like I would, like the people, you know, <laughs> I knew every member's name. I knew every, like what they did, who they were, what year they were born, how tall they were. I don't know. It was just so weird. My obsession with Hill. like looking back, I'm like, why? Why was this such an obsession? Yeah, I listened to a lot of that. I think I primarily started listening to Hillsong around the time Zion came out. So Zion was an album that Hillsong released in 2012, I think. And then they toured 2013. But yeah, I went to the Hillsong United Zion Tour concert in Illinois. It's in Il Yeah, so I live in Illinois. But I went to their tour. The first Hillsong concert I ever went to was Hillsong for, for Zion. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. But that was 2013. I remember exactly the day. June 18th, 2013. I went to a Hillsong United concert. I was so... Like, at the time, I didn't care. But then after that tour... Like, that's, after that point was when my Hillsong obsession started up. Like, really, really kicked into full gear. I would have to say, out of all the, like, albums that Hillsong has released, my favorites would have to be... I think my favorite would have to be Empires. I really liked that album because it just gave me a weird airplane vibe. <laughs> I don't know there's like this like fun feeling when you're about to travel that's the feeling that empires gave me like you know when you're about to get on a plane and you're like gonna travel to a new place I feel like in the middle of a trip you kind of lose interest for the whole trip altogether because you're tired and you're like okay I want to go home at least me that's but like before that when I'm like packing for the trip and then going to the airport I'm so excited and I don't know why but that's what that album the vibes that it gives me but like the album is not about traveling or planes <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. This is probably worse than my original recording, but whatever. I'm rambling. Yeah, my favorite album would have to be um, Empires from them. And then Zion is like a close second. I don't want to say Zion because that was like their... I think that was their breakout album, if I'm going to be honest. Because Oceans was on the album and like Oceans... Uh, Oceans. Oceans became the primary basic Christian girl song. If you were a basic Christian girl, the minute anyone opened their mouth and said, oh, my favorite song right now is Oceans by Hillsong United, I lost all interest in whatever they were saying. I don't know. I've noticed that. Like, there's been... Anyways, um... So I remember I was so obsessed with them. I tweeted them once and they liked my tweet and I still have a screenshot of that because I was like, you know, that was such a big moment. Yeah, again, I don't really listen to them that much anymore. They still have songs that I really like, but in terms of the ministry itself, there are a few things that I don't agree with. So I kind of generally stopped listening to them. But that doesn't take away from the fact that they have really, really good, meaningful songs. Like I really do think they do. I think... The main album where I stopped listening to Hillsong United was People. No, not People, sorry. Uh, Wonder. I strongly disliked the Wonder album because it was like, I don't know what they were trying to do, but I think they were trying to be artistic or something, but it just failed in my opinion. Like the only two songs I liked on the album were So Will I and Shadow Step, but even So Will I, I wasn't the biggest fan of, and then So Will I became the overplayed song from that album. But like, I 
do not like that album. I don't know what they were doing, but as soon as they, like, when I they released that album, I listened to it all the way through. That's, like, immediately when I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not that interested anymore. <laughs> I actually remember, like, listening to it and being like, oh, this isn't the best. Like, I really tried to like the songs, but I didn't. My favorite song from Hillsong United of all time, I guess this counts as recommendations, so I'm going to get into recommendations. Favorite song of all time by Hillsong United would have to be King of Heaven from their Zion album. It's such a beautiful song, like it has so many beautiful lyrics and amazing me like meaning, and I think that honestly it kind of works as a Christmas song. Like if you really read the lyrics, I feel like you could sing that around Christmas and get away with it. Because it's so beautiful, like imagine, like, oh, like, anyways, okay, I highly recommend you listen to King of Heaven. They're, oh, one of their really cool albums was their like um, Aftermath, like Live in Miami. Miami album which basically they you know they released the album Aftermath which I think is a really cool album name and cool concept but then also they did a tour for it and then they recorded it in Miami like one of their concerts I I memorized that album like I could tell you what song is after which like I I remember watching the video version of that album but then also listening to it I love that album so much because it's like you get the live experience like I okay I have to say this, Hillsong United Live is probably one of the best concerts I'll ever go to in my entire life. It's just such a wholesome, fun environment, and I don't know, it just feels like a really good concert. Like, the last concert I went to of Hillsong United was at the United Center. It was their- oh, it was for Empire's Tour, actually. That's the last like, that's the last concert I will ever go to for Hillsong United because I'm not that interested anymore, but they have a really good concert environment, even if you're in no- oh, fun fact. So this is actually a really funny story. The first time I ever went to a Hillsong United concert, my mom, my brother, and I went- my dad was working that day. He works night shifts, so he wasn't able to go, but we sat- in literally the nosebleed seats of the Sears Center. Oh, it's so interesting how they glowed up and then go back down. They had the Sears Center Arena, then for Empire, they were at the United Center. But then for the the albums or whatever that came after that, they were back at the Sears Center Arena. I don't know how or why, but interesting. Um, when I first went to their concert, it was at the Sears Center Arena. I remember we were at like the nosebleed seats. Like if you took me to the Sears Center Arena now, and you, like, I asked, you asked me to point to which seat I was sitting in, I could tell you, it was like all the way at the top, all the way in the back like center back like that's yeah but i remember when we were there we were so isolated from the rest of like everyone else and i remember someone got proposed to in the section we were sitting in like i don't know what song was playing but i remember looking over and this guy got down on one knee and proposed to this girl and i was like oh my god well wow what a, this is a different world over here but yeah nosebleeds and then for empires as a birthday present my parents were like hey you get to be in the pit and i was like oh the pit i was very excited <laughs> and yeah that was the end of my hillsong united area but yeah era area hillsong united era favorite songs king of heaven damn like the, all of the live in miami album from empires captain's a good one <gasps> prince of peace prince of peace is my favorite from empires i love that song so much it's beautiful honestly helps me so much um when i feel anxious i really like that song a lot and then i don't really like anything from the recent albums i like again shadow step was a really good one but I, i'm surprised that one didn't get overplayed because i feel like i've noticed any song with taya now from hillsong united has been like the overplayed song if you take just no, no specifically talking about hillsong united like we're not looking at worship or anything we're looking at hillsong united taya like ever since Oceans, then Captain was the coveted song of the Empire's album. And then Shadow, well, I thought Shadow Step would make it, but it didn't. It didn't go anywhere. And I was like, wow, this is a good song though. Anyways, 
I'm rambling. That's Hillsong United. That was a whole era. It was very interesting. But we're going to move on to my... Well, okay, that was my junior high years, kind of, because I did listen to Hillsong United for most of junior high and then kind of like part of high school. But yeah, like I said, in junior high, I mainly listened to whatever's popular and I kind of mad at myself, but like, like mad at myself for deleting this playlist. But like in junior high, I had my whole like just Hillsong United playlist, like every song that Hillsong United has ever released in one playlist. But then also... Like, I had this other playlist with, like, more secular songs, but it was all, like, popular songs, like, Counting Stars, or there's some other songs. I don't know. Whatever songs were popular in 2012 or 2013, they were all in that playlist. And, yeah, I deleted that playlist because I don't like any of those songs anymore. Like, now if I listen to them, they're, like, throwback songs, but not my vibe, not my genre. I don't know what my vibe is anymore, but I also noticed, like, back then... One of my favorite artists was Katy Perry. Like, in, even in elementary school and junior high, I really liked Katy Perry. Like, I just, I don't know. Her voice is very good. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm so sorry. I feel like this is way worse than my original recording, so I don't know how I'm going to feel, but I feel like this is a little more authentic than my first recording, so I'm going to keep it. But I really like Katy Perry. Like, I remember, I don't know, for fifth grade, we had to sing Firework by Katy Perry for our fifth grade concert. I was obsessed. I loved that song, and I loved most of the stuff that Katy Perry released. E.T., I really liked that song by her. I low-key liked I Kissed a Girl. I don't know why I like that song. It's just so fun to listen to, but I don't know, whatever. Anyways, really like Katy Perry. Very random fact, but I enjoyed Katy Perry in the era of Christian music. Um, whatever. Anyways, moving on. We're now transitioning into high school and college, I guess. And this is more of the recent years, but this is kind of when I started listening to music that was my own. Like, I finally had my own Spotify, so I just kind of found music and listened to whatever I really liked. And one of my friends in high school, she had this whole playlist where she put, like, literally every song that she's ever liked. I think that's every song that she's ever liked, but she has, like, a huge playlist with, like, nearly a thousand songs with, like, I don't know, a ton of, like, I don't know. I was inspired by that, and I, like, made my own playlist with every song that I ever liked. I don't really listen to that playlist that much, but whenever I like a new song, I add it to that playlist. But again, I haven't touched that playlist. I just haven't seen it. I don't know. This is kind of like my emo phase. High school was my emo phase. I like listened to mainly the primary artists that I can name that stand out to me in my mind are Panic at the Disco, 21 Pilots, Fall Out Boy, and then I'm gonna list like the more non-emo ones, Demi Lovato, I very much, like I already liked her music, like elementary school, junior high, I really did like her music. I think my, uh, we'll get into Demi Lovato later, but anyways, like some other artists that I randomly got into in high school, like sophomore year specifically, I really liked DNCE. For you, if you don't know what D, like DNCE, DNC, DNCE is, they released like Cake by the Ocean. If you haven't heard Cake by the Ocean, you're living under a rock. But it's Joe Jonas's band when he was apart from the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> but yeah, I love DNCE. But I also noticed most of their songs were about sex. Like if you really listened, it was about sex, but they were so catchy. Like, I don't know. That's another thing I noticed in high school. Songs about sex were so catchy. Why? God only knows. I have I have no idea. But anyways, DNCE, I really like Joe Jonas's voice. I will always love Joe Jonas's voice. It's very pretty. I think it's just beautiful. Anyways, carrying on. I really like DNCE's music. And then another random 
artist that I really, really, like, genuinely liked in high school. Like, I kid you not, I really actually listened to his music, most of his music. Elvis Presley. I'm not even joking when I tell you, I had a whole Elvis era. My friends got me this, like, like costume necklace with Elvis's, I think that was Elvis's face, right? Anyways, I loved Elvis. Um don't know why that era came along. I remember my parents finding out that I liked Elvis and they were genuinely confused like Elvis? Like how did you end up liking Elvis of all things? But anyways, yeah I liked Elvis. <laughs> that was a whole thing. Aside from my emo phase, Elvis was also part of my high school um, era. Um, here and there I still listen to Elvis songs, more of the popular ones like Jailhouse Rock. Um, I really, my favorite song by Elvis would have to be Burning Love. Burning Love? Burning Love? I don't know. I'm sorry, Elvis. Um, I was also, I don't know, even aside from liking Elvis's music, I also am some of the people that believe that Elvis is still alive because his death was very shady, okay guys? I really do think that Elvis is still alive and if you want to debate with me, please let me know. But I have so many things that I would tell you about, like so many stories that people have told you and also his middle name on his grave is misspelled. Who would spell that? Like misspelled? spell that unless they didn't want to be buried there right so he's probably not i don't know we're not gonna get into that <laughs> ah, i'm sorry anyways i also got into rap at the very end of high school so up in, for most of high school i did not like rap i was against it i was like nah i think it's not and now i respect it a little i like i respect it so much more but i didn't enjoy rap and then end of high school my friend got me into rap I don't know, some of the, like, I'm not, I'm still not, like, that, like, it's not the number one genre that I listen to, but it's still in my playlist, like, I'll still listen to it here and there, but it's not, like, the first, like, you know how you, like, have an earworm, like, you know, earworms are, like, the songs that can't get out of your head, like, it's never a rap song for me, for other people it is, for me it's never rap, I don't know, I'm not really into that, rap, R&B, I'm not really into that, it's not my type of music, but I really like Kendrick, he was probably one of my favorite artists that I listened to and J. Cole's also really good. Um, I was never really into Drake. He also, I remember in high school, he released, like when I was in high school, he released Nice For What and I remember all my friends really, really liked it. And then I finally ended up liking that song when it wasn't like popping anymore. Like it's still a really good song. If you hear that song, you're probably still going to bop your head to it. But I don't know. I liked it when it wasn't really that relevant anymore. But anyways, I don't really like like Drake, not that girl, but... That was mainly high school if you want to summarize it. I also really, really liked Demi Lovato in high school. She released Tell Me You Love Me in high school. Um, my favorite album by Demi Lovato would have to be her self-titled album. So Demi, it's the one where she's like holding her face and everything. I love that album. Some of my favorites from the album are Heart Attack. That's a classic. Probably her best song she's ever released in her entire life. I really like that song. I also like Warrior. That's a very powerful song. and I really like the message behind it. I also like Skyscraper skyscraper in the album now i feel like a fake ah uh, no god wait hold on let me let me look this up so it turns out skyscraper is not in the self-title album but made in the usa is neon lights is nightingale i love nightingale i love in case probably like i can listen to that whole album and that's like you know those albums where you like could listen to the whole thing and not skip a single song that's how i feel about the demi or like her self-titled album um that also goes for uh uh, Ed Sheeran's Divide album. I could listen to that whole thing and never skip a single song. I love that album. Yeah, so Demi, I loved her music. I was a huge fan, but I noticed more recently with the recent stuff she's been coming out with, I haven't been the biggest fan. I just don't like the style of her writing as much anymore. Vocally, 
very powerful vocalist. I really love her, you know, voice and I think it's incredible, very talented, you know, can't take away from that. But lyrically, I'm not the biggest fan of her music anymore. Like, not Tell Me You Love Me, but like she really is Commander in Chief. I Love Me. What was that other song she did with Sam Smith? I don't remember, but I just listened to them. Like, I Love Me was okay. Like, it was good. Like, when I liked it when it first came out, but now I'm just like, I don't really care much about it anymore. Some of her recent songs I haven't been the biggest fan of, and I'm like hoping that's not indicative of the rest of her songs that she'll release over the course of her career from now on, but I don't know. I kind of stopped listening to Demi Lovato in general, but I do like some of her old songs because it makes me nostalgic. Like, you know, 2013 was a time, man. It was quite the time. But like I said, I was into Panic, 21 Pilots, and Fall Out Boy in high school, which that's as emo as it gets. I mean, there's probably more emo bands, but like when I think emo, I think like Panic, you know? But um, I mainly like Panic because Brendan Urie has a really beautiful voice. I think that he's probably the strongest male vocal vocalist of all time. That's my personal opinion. If you hear the range that he has, I think it's really good. Um, there's also many other amazing male artists, but yeah, Brennan Yuri, pretty solid, dude. Favorite song by Panic would have to be Emperor's New Clothes because my favorite line from that album, like from that song is, heroes always get remembered, but you know, legends never die. Like everyone knows this. I love that line so much. Fall Out Boy. We all know that Fall Out Boy's albums have declined over the years. Like their most recent one, I think was Mania, like their actual album. Mania wasn't good. Let's just be real. That's how it was. I didn't like Mania, but I think my favorite album, I think I'm going to just list favorite albums by artists because if I list favorite songs, it's going to go on for years. But favorite album by Fall Out Boy had to be um, Save Rock and Roll. That album, that's another album I cannot skip. Like none of the songs I will skip. I love that entire album. But yeah, that was high school. I think that summed up high school for me. Oh, and 21 Pilots. Oh, I started listening to 21 Pilots freshman year like i yeah i think they broke out freshman year with uh stressed out stressed out is still a song that i really very much related to it was overplayed like nobody's business overplayed so overplayed but it's such a relevant song for like i don't know anyone in like the college coming of age era where you're kind of like becoming yourself and you know moving out of your childhood because you have so many things to be stressed out about and that's just what the song is about and i really like that but one of my favorite lines from that song is, Out of student, student, uh, out of student loans and treehouse homes, we all would take the latter. And I completely agree. I would rather be in a treehouse than paying student loans. But anyways, moving on. College. My most recent era. The era that I am currently in. So, I think the number one thing that shifted for me in college is that I started listening to K-pop. Like, I actually have a lot of K-pop. K-pop? <laughs> Tupac? <laughs> um... I have a lot of K-pop songs in my playlist, and that's thanks to my dear friend, Jamie Ray Cortero. Jamie, if you're listening, hello. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I really like, okay, but out of all the K-pop I've listened to, BTS, obviously very basic of me, but I really like BTS. I think they have really good music. Uh, my number one artist, fun fact, fun fact, I can't speak today. My number one artist of 2020 was actually BTS, fun fact. Um, very excited about that, but yeah, that's the number one thing that shifted for me in high college, not high school, college. Um, BTS, I don't think I have a favorite album per se, because there are songs in their albums that I can definitely skip, but my favorite song by BTS, oh, I have two. Yeah, I have two songs. I have, so Friends from their recent album, um, Map of the Soul 7, 
I also like Mic Drop. That used to be my favorite, but then I think Not Today is also becoming a quick favorite of mine. I really like that. But Matt, Mic Drop, the Steve Aoki version, like the remix, I love that version so much. Um, but yeah, BTS. Um, I also started listening to the Beatles in college. That was more so like the beginning of freshman year. I remember the beginning of freshman year, I like listened to Yesterday by the Beatles and a bunch of other songs. My favorite song by the Beatles would have to be birthday birthday by the beatles i listened to that song on my birthday because it's so fun it's like it should replace the actual birthday song it's like do 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 it's like so fun to listen to i highly recommend it birthday by the beatles but i don't really listen to the beatles as much anymore sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club kind of like that song kind of reminds me of my friends because we're all single so that's fun i get by with little help from my friends i also that's a good song too there's a lot of good Beatles songs, but then I also heard they wrote a racist song about Pakistanis and I low-key got to stop listening to them because I heard that fact and I was like, um, I don't agree with that. But aside from that, they do have really good songs. Oh, Penny Lane, that's actually a really fun song to listen to. I think that nostalgia that is in that song reminds me of the nostalgia that I have for my childhood as well. Like, the, I have, I, I feel that song, you know? So I really like that. There's a whole bunch of other, I'm going to list the artists that I have listed here, but I'm not really going to explain all of them. I have ACDC, The Rolling Stones, Journey, Ed Sheeran, Phineas, Billie Eilish, Ariana Grande. We, oh, Ariana Grande I listened to in high school, but I added to this playlist. I don't know if I really liked her newest album that much. It wasn't my like favorite by her. There was like two songs that I liked on that song, like album, but whatever. Weezer, Joshua, okay, Joshua Bassett. I wrote this, okay, I made this podcast episode over winter break. Like, I planned out this episode over winter break. And unfortunately, I happen to be recording right after all this driver's license drama comes out. So, I listen. So, over winter, not wait, actually, not over winter break. First semester of this year, so sophomore year, I watched High School Musical, the musical, the series, and I watched the first season. And from there, I became obsessed with, like, Joshua Bassett and Olivia Rodrigo because I thought they were really cute. They had really good on-screen chemistry. And then I heard that there was theories that they were dating and everything. And I heard about all of that. But then over winter break, I think, or, like, toward the end of 2020, people started noticing that Olivia Rodrigo was, like, writing really sad songs and posting them on her story and whatever. And so that's when I was like, oh, my God, wait. (gasps) They might not be they might not be together and then driver's license came out and now the whole world is involved in this very niche drama that now is not no longer niche but like anyways um before all of this drama i really do admire joshua bassett as a musician i really like his voice it's very similar to um sean mendez's voice but i do think that he has a really pretty voice and he's also very cute so there's also that but anyways joshua bassett's on this list but i have to make sure that people know i put this on this list before any of this drama came out i actually genuinely like his music um joshua bassett harry styles um i would say out of all of the one direction boys harry styles has the best music i do not like any of the one direction boys' music as much i have never liked one direction as a whole but harry styles after emerging from one Direction has probably created the best music and probably the most popular. Well, him and Zayn, but I don't like Zayn's music. I, it's just not my type. But Harry, good stuff. I really do like his music. I remember when Sign of the Times came out. That's like the first time I like listened to um, Harry Styles like solo prod like solo music. And I was like, I remember at the time 
Zayn had come out with music ever since leaving One Direction and everyone was raving about it but then when I listened to it it was like pillow talk or whatever and I listened to it and I was like I don't really like this like I think the only song I've ever liked by Zayn was um Dust Till Dawn with Sia even that was overplayed so yeah favorite One Direction boy to leave One Direction was probably Harry Styles he's come out with the best music Fine Line was actually a really good album anyways moving on the band Camino, that was a more recent thing. Adele, I really, I, I don't know, I, I rediscovered some of Adele's music and I was like, oh, I really like Adele. So I'm hoping that she comes back with even more amazing music very soon. I don't know, I think she's making her comeback. So let's all get prepared. Adele, 2021 or 2022. Adele, yeah, woo. Anyways, so I have Frank Sinatra listed on here and it's actually because at the nursing home, I was playing Frank Sinatra on my phone for one of my residents because I noticed that she liked Frank Sinatra. And when I was like playing it for her, I realized Frank Sinatra has such a beautiful like voice, very smooth. And then I understood why good old Frankie was so popular with the ladies back in the day. But I enjoy Frank Sinatra very much. I don't know. It's a kind of like this. It's like something I would listen to if I was sipping tea on a warm summer afternoon or on a cozy winter night frank sinatra playing with a crackling fire on a record player someone get me a frank sinatra record please i would love one anyways um moving on conan gray conan gray also has very good music that's kind of basic for me to say but i really do like his music he has oh heather i i, I thought of heather that's the first one i thought of maniac comfort crowd those are all the popular ones why am i listing those there was another one anyways moving on oh uh the one that you're so hmm, fake, fake, fake with um love. I want to say, right? Yeah, love. Yeah, love, 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 love. Right. Anyways, he released a song with love called Fake. I really like that song. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Okay, I listed Justin Bieber on here. Now, Justin Bieber never has appealed to me in terms of music. I've never really liked his music that much. But he released like Holy and um, what was the other one? Lonely. I really liked those songs. And if that's the trajectory of the rest of his music, I am very excited to see what he comes out with. Because... I don't know, Holy and Lonely, they were just so good and so real and so nice and wholesome and I don't know, previous music, I don't know, I feel like it's the realest, I think it's the most real music that he's put out. I don't know if I'll get attacked for that, I just have never really enjoyed his previous music, but this music, I can get into. So if he releases more music like this, I will be down, I will be listening to Justin Bieber more so, but I only have Justin Bieber down on here because of two songs. Kanye, I have Kanye on here, which is interesting because he's been in the news recently too, haha, <laughs> with Kim and Kanye divorce rumors, but Kanye, I like, I've listened to more of his music as well, I think my favorite fun song by Kanye is Black Skinhead, I really like that song a lot, it makes me feel powerful even though the song is not at me it's probably not directed toward me or any sort of thing i don't know it's a fun song to listen to there's another there's some other good songs by kanye but i have kanye listed on here he's some here he's here and there okay some of these artists i have listed i only have a few of their songs in my playlist but i promise you i've listened to more songs it's just i don't know i haven't okay we'll get into this in a bit but anyway and then i also have lizzo um heaven help me probably one of my favorites by lizzo like a girl Juice is a good one. Oh, Harry Styles' version of Juice by Lizzo was one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my entire life. I really love that because he's like, somebody come get your man. You got lost in my DM. Oh, love that. That's so good. Anyways, <laughs> um, and then also I wanted to include some Christian artists that I listened to more recently that is more um 
what's the word? How do you say it? More relevant for me now. Corey Asbury, I really like his music. Corey Asbury was the one that wrote Reckless Love for any of the Christians out there. And Reckless Love was his breakout song, I think. But, oh, that's another thing. Reckless Love was my song until it became everyone's song. And then it was no longer my song because I was like, I don't want to listen to this because everyone else is listening to this. But yeah, I really like Reckless, oh, sorry, not Reckless Love. I love Corey Asbury. Um, I really like his most recent album, which is To Love a Fool. I really think that's beautiful and honestly the essence of my walk of faith as well so yeah i think his music is very raw and real Corey asbury maverick city music i feel like maverick city music is kind of more ba- i don't like being basic i really don't people know this about me i just don't like saying things that everyone's interested in because then it makes me feel very unoriginal but i really do enjoy maverick city music's like recent music i feel like they're on the rise in the christian music era if not already near the top already they're kind of they're getting there. I think that they have a little bit more to go, but their music has also been really good. Love their worship. Hillsong Worship's another one. I feel like they have had much better music than Hillsong United recently. I I don't know. I've also said this to other people before as well, but I like listening to more worship. If it comes to Christian music, I only really listen to worship. I don't really listen to like poppy, like I don't know, trying to be hip and cool with the kids type of music. I'm not a fan of that, but I love when they have genuine worship. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain this to someone that isn't, that doesn't go to church, but it's like there's those songs that you hear at church, but then also Christian songs that you wouldn't play at church. I don't know how to explain that any further, but yeah, Hillsong Worship has a lot of good songs. My favorite song of Hillsong Worship, which I'm not going to say on this podcast because I don't want it to become a song that everyone steals because this is literally the song I want to walk down the aisle to. Like, actually the song I want to walk down the aisle to, but that's my favorite song by Hillsong Worship. I'm not going to say what it is, but I will say my favorite song by Hillsong Worship is the song I want to walk down the aisle too so that's the magnitude of their music i think their music is still very beautiful um i have been in a bit like i tried to think of more christian songs i haven't oh elevation okay i've also listened to elevation a lot recently back in the day i didn't really enjoy elevation worship that much i didn't like their music i thought it wasn't like personally it wasn't my thing but nowadays i think they've gotten a little bit better so i really do like elevation worship i know people disagree with me on that i feel like more people have listened to like Elevation Worship than I have, but I don't know. For a while, I didn't enjoy them, and then more recently, I have. Maybe it's a change of character, but I, yeah. Anyways, that's not all my Christian music, but I've noticed recently that I've been in a bit of a musical drought. I have not listened to music. Um, if you see me, if you have me on Spotify and you see the music that I listen to, it's either music that I have on loop, like a song that I just keep listening to over and over and over again, or it's like, I don't know, I'm listening to a soundtrack while I do like homework. That's mainly it. I don't listen to songs as, I don't know, I haven't listened to music as much. I mainly listen to podcasts on Spotify, but not much not much else. Um, so in terms of Christian and secular music, if you guys have any recommendations, please let me know because your girl is struggling and she would love to hear some wonderful new things other than the crap that she's heard for so many years. So um, if you guys have any wonderful recommendations, please message me on any medium, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Oh, Twitter, I'm kind of off of it right now. But if you have my number, text me. Let me know. Give me some music recommendations. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> I think I'm losing energy for this episode, but I don't know. I've kind of overexhausted all of these artists that I've listed. So I'm just waiting for either new music or just new discoveries is kind of where I'm at with my musical evolution. 
Yeah, and we've reached the end of musical evolution. This is my musical evolution. This is all the songs, or all the music that I've listened to over the years, and there's probably stuff I forgot in this episode. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with music. <laughs> um, hope you learned a little bit more about me through my music taste. Honestly, I don't think you did, because it's so all over the place. Like, I would say it's songs and things that people have enjoyed over the years, but all randomly into one playlist. Like, who would find BTS and... I don't know, the Rolling Stones at the same playlist. I don't know who would, but it's my playlist. So I guess, yeah, this is the soundtrack of my life, if you want to call it that. But yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm really glad you clicked on this episode and you got to listen to this whole entire episode. And I hope that I can catch you in my next episode in two weeks. Yep. Anyways, have a wonderful day. Goodbye.